0: got some potential good news for egg prices, tons of information out of the USDA this week, and much more on this week's episode of the Arkansas Eggcast.
1: You're listening to the Arkansas Cast, where we discuss the latest news, trends, and issues impacting Arkansas farmers and ranchers. Our show is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation.
0: Happy Thursday, everybody. Sir. Welcome to the Arkansas Vest Cast. <laughs> it's, all the kids are doing it. Uh, you don't have a vest on, you're not welcome around here. Not Miles Davis.
1: <laughs> I did not get the memo. So, uh, I know. Uh, I, mean.
0: I know uh well i'm sure we can round one up it's it's yeah. farm Bureau, i would like though. one
1: in here right now it's a little cold I was a- <laughs> yeah i
0: missed my jacket oh boy here we go
1: we're not even 10
0: seconds into this thing and you guys are <laughs> 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 we're not even 10 seconds in and you guys are uh off the rails maybe off, off the rails, rails. uh <laughs> my fingers hurt i was at i was at an ag meeting yesterday uh in jonesboro which we'll talk about but Walking by one of the vendor tables and I, I I know they didn't expect me to hear this, but I heard somebody go, Ah, oh, you're right. I should have gotten a vest for this event. <laughs> <laughs> you don't fit in otherwise. And I'm like, you know? Yeah, man, you can't go to uh to an ag meeting without a vest. You know? Yeah, it's <laughs> it's a great. trend. Kind of funny. Uh, totally oh, totally separate from uh, you know, our issue here. We look um, good, you know.
1: That's right. That's what I like represent to represent the brand too at the like same time.
0: Saying. And we're almost big enough to have to put uh gaff tape over uh, logos. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. know, no mm-hmm. free sponsorships, yeah, anything like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, what's that threshold? Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Well, we're there. Okay. <laughs> you just declare it. Yeah, you declare it. <laughs> technically, we're,
1: technically, we're kind of there anyway. If anyone were to see it, yeah. uh, they might say, you know, that's yeah, true. cover that uh, up or give yeah, us a check. Yeah, we don't want our logo you know. associated with these clowns. <laughs> that's, that's right. For risk business.
0: Anyway, um, well, the sun, sh- the sun is shining today. Yesterday was day. a deluge. Mm. I don't know. I, I mean, I wasn't here in town most of the day. It was but, wet. But man. In, uh, in northeast Arkansas, like, there were spots on uh, 67 where the water was almost touching mm-hmm, the interstate sure. shoulder. Oh, I mean, yeah. it was – they got a lot of – I mean, floods – fields are flooded everywhere up there. Wow. Um, And I guess we may get some rain again at some point in the next couple of days. But, goodness, thankful for the sunshine today. Yeah. Spring's and the 60-degree temperature. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, we had some – lilies uh sprout in the flower bed this morning i noticed so cool uh yeah good to see some green yeah green stuff around uh it is national pizza day did you guys know Mm. that existed i did not it seems like there's a day for everything now though i tell you there are a couple other days like national like today was also like national toothache day or something really to your point (laughs) i'm like really that uh, uh, so that
1: that both excites me and depresses me at the same time. Which one, Pizza yeah. Day or TV? Pizza okay, Day? Okay, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I know. Um, we're big fans of pizza in my yeah. house. Yep. Oh yeah, we are uh, too. Yeah, I, we could probably eat it multiple times a week if yeah. if given the option. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, this begs the question. I think the number one pizza question that I've heard is this, or not, not, not question debate. Uh-huh. on on this topic is does pineapple belong on pizza so i'm here to ask you uh-huh. two uh-huh. if pineapple belongs on pizza brian you how about you first you seem to be agreeable right off the bat i'm, I'm all for it yeah, yeah. i am too I'm, are you yeah yeah I, I am too i think that's kind of rare to have yeah. three people matthew says matthew's shaking his head violently i knew if anyone
1: was gonna <laughs> disagree with that it was going to be...
0: Well, our our resident contrarian so. right. No, no. Right. So you say no no pineapple on pizza.
2: Okay. So my thing um, is, is, like I'm not going to order a pineapple and cheese pizza. That's not going to happen. Right. No. It right. should not it be a primary yeah. topic. No, it'll be no. pineapple, pepperoni. And I don't yeah. like jalapenos, but if it's pineapple pineapple and pepperoni, I'll have the uh,
0: jalapenos on or it. Or can Canadian man. bacon, yeah. ham, whatever. It oh, man. The spice. oh, I like the sweet spice yeah. combo yeah. on anything. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's pizza, whatever. It's good. I'm a big fan of yep. uh, that. That like, well, Tony Satries or slap your mama on sweet potatoes. Huh? You know mm. that little spicy sweet. I like cinnamon on my there. sweet potatoes with butter. I do too, for sure. Yep. but um, but so pineapple. We're all i I like a pineapple pepperoni pizza. Yep. What's yeah. funny? I don't like the Hawaiian. What what has been dubbed the Hawaiian pizza? The yeah. the Canadian bacon, right? You ham don't like it and pineapple. Right. I don't love. I'll be honest. I don't love ham like okay as a thanksgiving sure mm-hmm. but i just don't like i'm not on pizza at least
2: i don't like like if you're talking about holidays i don't like yeah. a, or like a meal i uh-huh. don't like ham as a standalone the protein on the plate that's it no it's a ham sandwich or
0: yeah a ham sandwich canadian Fine. bacon on a pizza or yeah. yeah or like ham on your salad ham and egg when did ham and eggs become a thing for breakfast yeah, don't like eggs. that yeah, don't don't want that. I'd really well, have bacon. Yeah, apparently. careful word. I
1: mean, we are borderline. Matthew's getting really excited. We're borderline <laughs> turning this into a food debate. <laughs> a <podcast. laughs> and it's well, I Well, mean, if we Arkansas go there, Adcast. it's all it's in. <laughs> agriculture. <laughs> <laughs> the Arkansas
0: Agcast is a food podcast. It is uh, for sure. For uh, sure. Make no mistake. It. That's right. Um, I don't know. I, like I said, I now pork for sure. Eat plenty of pork. I'm a yeah. barbecue guy. I mm-hmm. mean, yeah. we're in, we're in the south. Like plenty of pork, but I don't know. It just, I, maybe it's just Canadian bacon more so than ham. So ham
1: than sugar ham or country ham?
0: If yeah. You, if you're going to pro- eat it. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, as, as like the, the, the protein on a plate, as Mac put it, probably sugar ham. Okay. A little sweet. Yeah. Yeah. You mean like a spiral ham? Like, yeah. The honey. if ham, you're gonna yeah, get, if yeah, someone's yeah, gonna yeah, cut yeah,
1: a slice of yeah, ham yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Most most will go with that. Yeah.
2: yeah. don't don't pull a piece of deli meat out and put it on my plate. <laughs> no. no <that's> for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you better you better have
0: that on a sandwich. Oh man. Well, so speaking so we talked a lot about ham. Yeah. We were supposed to talk about pizza, but Right, so. right. I mean uh,
1: <laughs> we kind of got it off the rails a little bit there. Well we do. It's
0: okay. So now I'll uh, ask this question. So we we all agree pineapple's on the pizza. Yeah. Do you have a go-to pizza order? Ooh. That's, that's yeah.
1: Yeah? Uh, either one that's got several cheeses on it. Okay. Like, Last 40 has one that's just all cheeses.
0: You know, I've never had their four pizza different in. cheeses or yeah, something like that. it's fantastic. Damn Good has one it's that's very good, the five right? cheese. Right. It's one Those of them good. is spicy. I like that one. Or yeah.
1: we're... We, we can be kind of weird, according yeah. to our kids, Okay, uh, but we'll just put mushroom on it. Yeah. Just mushroom and the cheese. Mushroom and the cheese. Yeah. yeah. I don't we, think mushroom. that's weird. It's pretty good.
0: Yeah. It's pretty good. How about you? Um, uh, uh,
2: you know, Blanket across the board. Yeah. Classic pepperoni pizza will get the job done every time. That's, yeah. that's our order uh, if we're I going like, to uh, get taken. Right. I like a supreme pizza, though, with all the vegetables and stuff on it. Especially mm-hmm. crops, you know. That's where, oh yeah, 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 Supreme's my so favorite. Cool. But I just love having all really all of it, the all of it, all it on there. Like oh man, yeah. yeah but if hurt. I go to the like U.S. Pizza, that Buffalo chicken pizza's I order it every <laughs> single time. We get the oh, cheeseburger, cheeseburger,
0: like cheeseburger, pizza. cheeseburger. We do pizza, Judy's. Judy's. My wife What's likes the that? Judy's. What's on it's, the
1: Judy's? It's basically like a garden. Yeah. Oh But it's yeah, yeah, got yeah. some turkey on there. But I mean, it's good. Yeah, it's really good.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. Um We like Hideaway, and I know there are more than one. Uh, around there here once. now one um, north Little Rock too i think north Little Rock was the first yeah. one which is where we are yeah. and then there's one i think down saline county now but they have a pizza called the pollinator mm. okay and this is s- straight up a free ad for for that pizza but yeah. it is like the mini crispy pepperonis yeah and then i think salami or pr- some other hard meat on there mm. yeah. and then banana peppers and then they drizzle that thing with honey across the top. Ooh. Okay. And I'm going to tell you, that that's another little Cava spicy, sweet. Man. That pizza. So, we, we got a sweet potato
1: pizza at uh, Reduno's. And, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. That was Reduno good makes great uh, pizza, too. And I hear we're getting a DeLuca's.
0: Really? We are. At that part of that Breckenridge deal. Yeah. That's the, pretty cool. The Breckenridge rebuild. They're putting a second oh, room yeah. out there. yeah, yeah, yeah. DeLuca's. Um, yeah, I mean, lots of good stuff. I tell you what, I've
1: always wanted to do, and I guess we can kind of wrap this segment up at some point. But since we're on pizza, yeah, I have always wanted to order a. You can order from Chicago, uh-huh. the oh, deep yeah. dish, and have oh, them delivered, sure. yeah. and, sure. and they'll they'll send them to you frozen. Then you can yeah. put them in. Uh, my wife's uh-huh. not a big deep dish fan, but man, uh-huh. oh, yeah, I've wanted to try it because I I've lo- I loved old Chicago, and I still like. Um, Getting to go and do the deep dish stuff in the yeah. Chicago style, yep. yeah, I love those. Now there's
2: so. different ones in Chicago. That there are. I've been to that. have been. Oh, then some people like, wow, that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can
1: do Chicago and New York. But the
2: bad, for me, if I eat a deep dish pizza, I'm just immediately full after. Right. One slice. One slice right, of yeah. 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 yeah.
1: But time uh, to go to bed. Yeah. But I for a family should, event, I mean, it's pretty cool.
0: I think you should do it. We we actually order my best friend, his family. Uh, we both have family from Chicago mm. and a few times a year we get together and order Portillo's mm. like okay. beef yeah. sandwiches and, yeah. and cannolis yeah. and the whole, yeah. and it's number one, it's way more affordable than you might think. Huh. And it's, and it actually holds up like okay. they ship really? that to you with dry ice and you know, all that good stuff. But yeah. I'm telling you, I think you ought to go okay. for it. I, well. I bet you'd be surprised at how close you get to a Chicago visit with that pizza. So, so, uh, and then you got to report back here on the podcast.
1: Yeah, maybe so I'll eat it in here. Oh, <laughs> now
0: that's just not right. Us Stop. over here. No. That's no, inappropriate. I mean, <laughs> please have the biggest slice of pizza on the plate. Y'all should really have some of this pizza. Work, working on it. <laughs> oh, my god! Place an order right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm starving all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. This, <laughs> it's not dirty. I have pizza um, for breakfast sitting. And- you know, that far-fetched. Yeah. No. So, oh, one last. Cold?
1: Cold pizza for breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Just checking. A uh, couple of things before we get into the news. Uh, last week, we said that I think uh, that fr- – well, we were on Friday last week. I think we told you that day was the deadline to register for the Arkansas Wife and our conference. Um that deadline was actually extended while we were recording the podcast. So just know, uh, the deadline is now tomorrow, February 10th okay. to register for that event. I apologize for that information, but it, it you know, we didn't get it until we were out of here. So if you're interested in attending the Arkansas wife and our conference, which is being held here in little rock, February 16th and 17th, uh, please register by tomorrow. That deadline's been extended February 10th. Uh, there will be a reception on Friday evening. Uh, the agenda on Saturday is pretty packed. We got a chance to see it um, this week. Um, and you can just register at ARFB.com. Uh, find out everything you need to know about the event. Get registered. Again, you, mm-hmm. you can register until tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, um,
2: next, we've got uh, you know we mentioned this a few times on the podcast. Winter commodity meetings are postponed to February 22nd uh-huh. due to weather. But everything's the same. The schedule's the same. Uh, it'll be at the Wyndham, not the Embassy. Uh, yep. Registration starts at eight thirty. First meetings will start at nine thirty. I think I previously said, probably said in the last podcast started at nine, but uh-huh. uh, I had to redo some some of my agendas because uh, okay. speakers couldn't make it, and we got some new speakers. So uh, studied back up on what time my my meeting actually does start. So nine thirty is when the morning meetings start. Okay, we'll have a lunch, uh, and then the the after afternoon meetings. Yeah.
0: I'm looking forward to that, especially the first meeting of the new small remnants division. Yeah. Um, I think there'd be a lot of good info there. Um, and then just a last quick programming note. Uh, we will not have the ad cast next week, uh, February 15th. Um, John and I will be traveling mm-hmm. to DC yep. to do some work with the issues advisory uh, committee. So um, as a result, we're, we're not going to try and lug, I mean, you can. No, um, no. The, uh, the Arkansas Grown Conference was a task in itself, it seemed like. Right. Well, I think we can get the microphones and everything in our suitcase. Yeah. I don't know if we can get Brian and Matthew in our suitcase is the issue, so we're just going to well, not.
1: I mean, maybe that's the episode where Matthew and I are just sitting here eating pizza. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: keep it on your calendar. Well, we'll keep it on the calendar. pizza it. reviews <laughs> without us.
0: Exactly. Yeah. 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 Oh, my goodness. All right. So, no cast next week, um, but we will be back uh, the following week. Um, all right. Well, we got a, we've got a super busy show. We were literally adding news as we walked mm-hmm. in here. Uh, so, let's kick off with our legislative update segment, uh, which brings you the latest news impacting uh, agriculture to state capital. Both the House and Senate reconvened on Monday afternoon, uh, marking the fifth week of the 94th session of the General Assembly. As of this week, there have been 571 bills filed uh, by the legislature, and we're reviewing approximately 48 of those, with four of them being uh, related to our legislative priority issues. Uh, We'll try to be efficient with this segment today, again, only covering uh, new news along the way, but there's a lot. Um, House Bill 1336, sponsored by Representative Bruce Kozart and Senator Kim Hammer, allows the Division of Elementary and Secondary Education to create an agricultural education pilot program in public elementary schools after required consultation with industry stakeholders. Farm Bureau members believe that fact-based agriculture education programs are central to Arkansas students, Mm -hmm. grades K through six. Uh, This bill was filed on February 1st and referred to the house education committee. Um, So we are obviously keeping an eye on that. Yep. Uh, Moving on to house bill 1182, which would allow additional roles and scope of practice for vet tech, specialists to provide care to animals under the indirect supervision of a veterinarian. Uh based on animal care uh farm bureau policy, we support this bill. It passed in the House uh I say yesterday, 2 days ago, uh and has been sent to the Senate where it will be taken up uh in its Agriculture and Economic Development Committee. Uh rounding up the up, rounding out the update for today, SB 191 a bill that would repeal provisions uh, that require members of the state plant board to be appointed from a list of candidates uh, submitted by industry groups. We planned to report that that bill would be before Senate Ag Committee uh, this week, but that changed drastically yesterday. The state Senate uh, voted unanimously to approve the bill. The bill does have an emergency clause. It was written to conform with the Supreme Court ruling to uh, reform the plant board selection process. Yeah. So I think that emergency clause would, would would move that along much quicker than
2: Yeah, normal. this is kind of what we expected to come down. Yeah. I mean, maybe a little quicker, but n- no real surprise here.
0: Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what else comes of all that. Yeah, there is some good commentary. If you're specifically interested in this bill, there's some good commentary in the Arkansas Democrat Gazette this yep. morning. Um, you can go read that. Um, I'm sure John's team would be happy to share yeah, some live. Yeah, or, should, or Stanley's team. Yeah. Too. If you have any questions, please call us, email us.
2: Um, uh, and the vet tech thing—that was something that we really supported in policy development season this year. And yeah, uh,
0: it's good news. You know, we we're, we're have more availability for animal health care throughout the state. Yeah, seeing that a lot. Uh, in in our conversations around the state, so glad to see that too. All right, you want to move on to some news? News? Yeah. How All about right. the news?
2: We've all seen, heard, or experienced the high prices of eggs at the grocery store recently. Uh, it seems there may be uh, some, uh, some relief on the horizon for oh, some nice. of these egg prices. Nice, yeah. Uh, in recent weeks, the egg industry has witnessed wholesale egg prices fall from record highs. This, in turn, could indicate retail egg prices will begin to creep down a bit. Wholesale egg prices fell to $2.61 per dozen on Monday. This is a 52% decrease from its peak of around $5.43 on December 19th. Goodness. Yeah. And a 47%, 47% decrease from the beginning of 2023. So a pretty steep fall. According to Angel Rubio, senior analyst at Erner Berry, prices mm-hmm. have collapsed. Oh, wow. That's a big, big adjustment downward. Mm-hmm. Erner Berry is a market research firm that specializes in the wholesale food industry they kind of keep up with that. Yeah. Due to a high inflation, due to high inflation and maybe the worst outbreak of bird flu the US has seen, egg prices rose faster than almost all other consumer items in the country. Retail prices on average increased nearly 60% in 2022, in December a dozen large grade A eggs cost consumers $4.25 on average, mm-hmm. which is more than double the $1.79 a year earlier. Mm. Yeah. Typically after a large outbreak like the bird flu hits, farmers are hit after the bird flu hits excuse me mm-hmm. farmers are forced to cull their flocks to slow the spread of the disease it takes uh, months for producers to grow their flocks back to the starting uh, point they were at before just normal levels sure during that time buyers had a had to find new suppliers to fill shelves which caused an increase in prices
0: the old supply and demand yeah a little domino effect there you know <laughs>
2: Uh, Since then, we've seen a decrease in bird flu. And bearing any other setbacks, producers should have had time to uh, adjust. And we may be seeing the result of that with the fall in wholesale prices. On average, it takes about four weeks uh, for retail prices to reflect what wholesale prices have done. uh, And and those kind of price trends. Rubio, again, mentions that uh, states that that consumers may start to see relief in February. So we're in February right now. Um, Yeah it may be a little bit longer yeah you know but you know as things happen on the wholesale level is kind of what this article is getting at is that it'll eventually trickle down it's just going to take some time yeah and if nothing else happens in the
0: industry then uh we should see that yeah well that's interesting i mean i will say brag on us a little bit if you listen to this podcast there's probably not much that was news in there to you other than egg prices are coming down Yeah. we've We've, That's story we've talked about them being up. We've talked about wine. We've talked about avian influenza. We've talked about these things. So uh, we felt it was super important to bring back um, this bit of news. I saw something interesting in Jonesboro yesterday. Really? I've never seen before. I know you're not necessarily focused on poultry industry. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was an, an egg company. Yeah, um, They had bought a digital billboard in Jonesboro, in town, recruiting egg growers. In Jonesboro, seriously recruiting contract growers hmm. via billboard. Real I just thought country. that. Yeah, well, yeah. So that's I didn't even think about yeah. the, the the irony there necessarily, but I just thought it was really interesting to recruit growers. Um, I will say I know the brand. Yeah, I'm familiar with the brand. I should say, and it, not conventional would be the yeah. way. I mean they they definitely are in that. Um, they were in a premium price niche range market. Yep. niche market anyway. But anyway, I just thought that was yeah. interesting. Oh, so. it's not. I mean, if you want to connect the dots here,
2: you know, you've got to feed chickens with commodities such as soybeans, corn. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, whatever those commodities doing, potential price of eggs are going to reflect that yeah. to some extent, or they're going to have a, uh, um, you
0: know, a, a difference in what those egg prices do. As a as a career long marketing and PR guy, I just thought. You know, mass media, which is where, where I would put a billboard, was an interesting way to recruit that class of grower. Anyway, <laughs> anyway uh, I guess that's more of a marketing uh, observation than anything. All right. Well, enough about that. I didn't mean to sidetrack us. Uh, we did, speaking of Jonesboro, we did have the chance to attend Arkansas State University's uh, Agri Business Conference this week, and the event had really a great lineup of content. Uh, Farm Bureau was a sponsor of the event, which started back in 1995, and this is one of the premier ag education events in the state, uh, in my opinion. Yep. Uh, there were a great cast of speakers covering a wide variety of topics, such as global the global ag economy and market outlook analysis from uh, Dan Bassey uh, with Ag Resources. Uh, we also heard an entire session focused on the 2023 Farm Bill featuring Joe Outlaw of oh, Texas yeah. A&M. Yep. I know somebody you wanted to see speak. Uh, Joe talked about some of the things to watch for as we work towards the next farm bill. You can see the recording of his remarks on uh, Arkansas State's website. We also heard from Mary Kay Thatcher, uh, who's worked on nine farm bills. She said Joe, Joe said he had worked on eight yeah, farm yeah. bills. Um, anyway, Mary Kay told us uh, that uh, she sees a lot of work uh, in our future before we have a past uh, farm bill. Uh, but that at the end of the day, the bill will come down to money. Yeah, Joe, like Joe said some else. of the same things. Right, yeah. that's exactly. Um, she also said the debt limit issue will probably play a role uh, in the farm bill. Uh, so we'll keep an eye on that. In addition to the farm economy analysis, uh, Dr. Christopher uh, J. Waller, Governor of the Board of Governors, uh, of the Federal Reserve System delivered some great outlook uh, insights on the U.S. economy as a whole. Yeah, uh, And then the afternoon rounded out with commodity-focused sessions that provided some good insight, too. So if you're interested in catching up, again, I believe that a state will be adding the recording to their website, and I would encourage you to watch the replay. Uh, I'll make the commit. We'll try and share that on social uh, Farm Bureau That'd social channels. Um, and then here we go. A couple of things to note. This is news that dropped during the conference yeah. yesterday, and both significant. Uh, both pieces are significant for American farmers. The first bit of news is that the U.S. will lose the crown of top corn exporter to Brazil, according to USDA forecast. Interesting. Yeah, USDA forecast uh, yesterday, they raised its forecast for Brazilian corn exports to 50 million metric tons for 2022-2023 mm-hmm. marketing year, pushing them past the U.S., Uh, which is expected to ship 48.9 metric tons to foreign buyers uh, uh, this year, uh, according to USDA numbers. I'll I'll just put a pin in that for a second and say Dan Bassey was actually there. He had just come off of a Brazilian um, crop tour. He has an office Mm -hmm. down there, and he was telling us, like, this Brazil crop this year is gangbusters. really. And so he sits down. The next presentation starts, and – And then the chatter begins in the room because USDA had issued their report. So Mm -hmm. he got to come back up at the end and sort of address that in real time. It was cool to see. Uh, The second big bit of news um, that dropped during the conference, also from USDA, is that the U.S. farm income is expected to drop significantly in 2023. Forecasts expect to see a 23% drop, according to USDA economists. Uh, We'll cover this more on the podcast in the coming weeks, but it was great to be on the ground at the conference yesterday in Jonesboro just to get a real-time reaction from both growers and the national experts who were there. Mm -hmm. A lot of news to unpack right there at the end. Apologize for dropping so much on you, but
2: they're all very newsworthy. You know, I'd been seeing some of that farm income stuff and uh, I think I sent, you know, I sent you an email on the uh,
0: Brazil deal Uh Um, immediately. You were like, they're talking about it right now in the conference. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it was, I mean, it was, it was, it was amazing to see. Like I said, he was, he was high on that Brazilian crop anyway. I guess Argentina has been through some drought uh, challenges this year. Yeah. Um, But, uh, but still, I mean, just the, the, the massive crop down there uh you know, brazil is always there as soybeans so
2: it's kind of uh, you don't hear about corn as near as much i guess as yeah. you do brazilian soybeans yeah and he was
0: high on the soybean yeah. crop too but but that 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 note of i mean u.s has been long-standing the top corn exporter yeah. in the world so for that was top. interesting uh anyhow well let's step away from the news for a second to hear about how you can help cultivate roads uh safe roads in arkansas
3: Arkansas farmers and ranchers work seven days a week. That means when you hit the road, you may be sharing it with farm equipment, especially if you're traveling along rural roads and county highways. Farm equipment moves slower than our pickup trucks and minivans. They may not have the safety lights and turn signals of our family vehicles either. The trucks and tractors moving down the road need extra room to make turns, cross bridges, and move through intersections too. We all get in a hurry sometimes, but it's important that we all stay safe, no matter if we're headed to buy groceries or grow them. So next time you're cruising past a pasture or field, keep an eye out for farmers. They'll be sure to keep an eye out for you too. If we all work together, we can make sure Arkansas is cultivating safe roads.
2: It's so important that we work together to keep each other safe on the roads. Yep. You may find yourself on the road with a farmer moving hay this time of year, and soon we'll see the row crop implements out there too. Let's just all be sure to help one another cultivate safe roads. Now let's get back to the news. All right. What do you think? Yeah. Uh so uh, Monday, February sixth, the this is past Monday. Okay. Arkansas State Plant the Arkansas State Plant Board met for a special meeting regarding rumors that the EPA had uh, come down with a new cutoff date slash growth stage for Dicamba, Mm -hmm. which is something that's kind of been floating around for a while. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, the week before uh, last, uh, there were several comments surfacing across social media suggesting that the Environmental Protection Agency, or EPA, had come out with a new cutoff date slash growth stage to spray Dicamba for June 12th. Mm -hmm. Currently, it's June 30th in Arkansas. Uh, this June 12th date was uh, submitted or proposed for five different states, including Arkansas. Mm. At this point, there was no official statement from EPA. When the Arkansas State Plant Board convened for a special meeting Monday, the issue was addressed. According to uh, board staff, the Department of Ag had been in communication with, with the EPA and were informed by the EPA that since they did not opt out or in of the proposed date of June 12th, Arkansas was included in the new proposed cutoff date slash growth stage. Uh, Staff made it very clear that at no point in conversations with EPA over the last several months were they informed to opt in or out of their proposed date slash growth stage. Hmm. So some odd communications there. Sure. Uh, To address the issue, the state plant board voted uh, to reject the EPA. Proposed a a date and to keep the current date that they had already settled on as June 30th. That they set themselves. Yes, correct. For the plant board set. Uh, As of today, the EPA still has not made any official statement on the issue. Planning season as planting season approaches, we at Farm Bureau will continue to monitor the situation, of course, Mm -hmm. uh, and we'll pass on any news we receive as it comes. So you know, dicamba has been a pretty big topic of discussion issue across the state for several years. Uh, across the country, really, especially, mm-hmm. you know, with s- soybeans and other row crop uh, uh, commodities. So, uh, this is, uh, it was just odd how all that kind of came about, stirred up
0: the, yeah. the dust a little bit. Oh, well, I, I was on the meeting, mm-hmm. too. I, I think you were. And just to hear the conversation around, you know, like the social media chatter as yeah. being sort of the prompt for it was, mm-hmm. was, was odd. There's I'll a lot just, of things I'll being just said that, that weren't true, you know. And, yeah. Uh, elite slide deck and any, anyhow um anyway long story short um we we know that you know the state plant board has made made their decision which is why we wanted to bring this news to you now um and so yeah any updates to that we'll certainly be back yeah absolutely uh well i'll round out the news today with some follow-up on a story we've covered a lot here on the show hay production and drought uh, as we've mentioned several times, there is an Ag Insider report on our website, ARFB.com. I did brag to Tyler yesterday. Hey, we're talking about that drought report again. Yep. Uh, it seems to, seems to keep oh, coming up. Yeah. Anyway, that report that, that our team, John or uh, uh, wrote rather uh, covers much of the cattle inventory issues mm-hmm. we've seen in Arkansas. We've reported on it a lot, like I said. During the summer months in 2022, part of those inventory challenges were a result of hay inventory in short cattle producers were forced to get into the winter hay inventory in june and july compacting those problems was the fact that hay production was cut short already by hot and dry weather uh, for lots of producers in the state well george jared with talk business and politics highlighted these challenges in a story this week thanks to some fresh data george reports that fertilizer uh, prices and drought last year decimated hay production in the united states Mm -hmm. The U.S. had its biggest decline in 11 years with stocks at their lowest level since uh, NAS started tracking hay production. Uh, Arkansas harvested a little over 1 million acres of hay, an 8% decline over 2021. In addition to fewer acres being harvested, uh, those acres suffered a loss in productivity with a 10% yield loss last year. Yeah. Overall, we cut a little over 2 million tons, uh, representing a 16% uh, drop from the previous year wow. so a lot of numbers in there but this is the one that matters uh, yeah. we we we've had a 16% drop over the over uh, 2021 in, in production George Jared talked to UA sorry U of A system division extension economist James Mitchell about the numbers uh, Mitchell said that USDA's numbers were a bit better than he actually would have predicted during the summer mm-hmm. uh, he said the late season rain last summer helped improve things a bit covering the losses from July uh, mitchell also noted that high input costs were likely also to blame for the yield losses yeah um it's tough news for hay producers tough tough news obviously for cattle um, livestock uh, producers uh, you can read if you're interested there's a lot more there you can read that at talkbusiness.net um, but really an ongoing story as yeah, you guys it's, predicted
2: it was just be. continuing you know it's a yeah a ripple effect it'll be interesting to see one when-
0: but that's the way agriculture goes. Once one thing's over with, there's always something. There's else. something. Yeah, yeah I, I was interested to see that it wasn't just weather induced. the 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 production issues. Yeah. that the, the input costs also had an impact. I, you know me. We've talked about this before on the show, but I go straight to row crop. I mean, yep. that's just how I've been raised, really, in the business. And and um, but to hear that input, um. Input cost, weather reach come yeah. over to the hay production was yeah.
2: was enlightening to me. Yep. You know, they they still have to put fertilizer out, you know, and that's true. Seed and whatever it may be that they they have to do, but we still haven't had a our, you know, annual kind of spring weather event yet. Is it gonna freeze before April, you know, again and that like well, said, that's a good point. Because you're right, we in. usually
0: break out the shorts at some point and then mm-hmm. get slapped in the face with some <laughs> freezing temperatures one yeah. last time. Much like we have the false uh, yeah. fall. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, Arkansas, though. It is. If you don't like is. the weather, just wait five minutes. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's the news for the day. Uh, Mr. Pistol, wonder if you've got anything uh, to make us look silly.
1: I do. I've got some I- – some would qualify these as dad jokes. But, you know. Well, spe- hey, speaking of,
0: all right, so uh, my dad, I wake up Saturday morning, okay? Get text 10.30 Friday night. I'm long in bed. If text from my dad. He goes, hey, I got that pumpkin joke. <laughs> pumpkin riddle. <laughs> By the way, I love the oh, podcast I watch every week. That's what he said. Like, uh, cool. I, number one, I didn't know you even watched the podcast. You never even talked to me about yeah. it before. Don't rub it in my face that we didn't get the, you well, know, or I didn't get the pumpkin. Apparently
1: anyways. he's watching it for the riddles. I, he's he's <laughs> waiting for that end. He's, he's, it's all about it's you. It's the golden nugget. I yeah, mean, he's <laughs> trying to keep you on your toes, you
0: know.
1: He's wanting I, to see if you get these. i like, so. gosh, Dad, I don't know the last time you called me an idiot. <laughs> 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 I remember what it feels like. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that hurts deep.
0: Uh, <laughs> that's great. That's great. Anyhow, well, well good. Some dad jokes. I yeah, like it. Yeah.
1: So what has lots of eyes but can't see.
0: I was going to say a needle, but that would just have one eye. Um, Thimble? Nope. Uh, sewing machine. A potato. Oh. Well, yeah. agriculture.
1: <laughs> see? <laughs> see? <laughs> uh, I, I told you I was going to mix them, them up. Here, so, some they? would <laughs> be... Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 That's funny.
1: I don't 100% agree with this one, but, I mean, for... for it's not for everyone a
0: controversial uh what
1: two things can you never eat before breakfast or what what two things can you never eat for breakfast
0: for for breakfast i misread it so now i do agree with it
1: okay (laughs) what two things can you never eat for breakfast
0: you can't oh i don't know i don't have a clue do you, uh, do you have a guess? I, I don't know. I didn't drink enough coffee this morning. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I know. I have Half my coffee is sitting up. Lunch up, and dinner. <laughs> <laughs> you yes, can <cannot>. yeah, That's <laughs> a dad joke. That I told you they were bad. dad joke. All
1: right. So. <laughs> I haven't been a dad long enough. All right. I'll give you it. No, we're just going to do one more okay. since we're running long. But, okay. Uh, uh, what part of the chicken has the most feathers?
0: This is very reminiscent of one of Jenny's questions. Mm-hmm.
2: That's why it's in here.
0: <laughs> what part of the chicken has the most His feathers? Feathers. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm my, the tail. That's my best Joe? guess. The wing,
2: the outside.
0: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> come on. Oh, oh, where I, is I, your bedumching there? That's you a, should. Yeah. You should start with <laughs> this. Is a dad joke <laughs> comment.
2: I. We
1: need a sad <laughs> trombone on it'd that be, board. It'd be too easy for me to throw um, in the drumbeat. yeah for me i'm I'm saving that for you guys catch you off guard so i'd
0: like a sad trombone but that's (laughs) i've got that that too stuff like that in a few shows how about that no you you got something twice yeah i did you're normally pretty over you know over two yeah all right well Mm. thanks for the fun that was that was good yeah well that wraps up the news for this week uh Thanks for following along with the Arkansas ICast. We're grateful for you taking the time to watch and listen. Remember, you can catch the video production every
2: Thursday at 4 p.m. on Facebook and YouTube. Listen to the audio version later on iTunes or Spotify. And make sure you leave us a review when you have two extra minutes. Yep, the Arkansas ICast
0: is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau. I'm Jason Brown. And I'm John McMinn. We'll see you next week.